Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, and Jose Alvarado all shined at times as rookies last season. So where do they need to improve to get even better this coming year? And it might not be in areas that you think. Let's look at it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available right here on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday. I'm excited because we get to talk about the rookies, the dudes who were awesome last year. And they're going to be even better this coming season, making this team better, maybe a deeper playoff run. So let's look at where Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, and Jose Alvarado all need to improve, where we want to see the most improvement for them, and why. And it's probably not all in the same areas that you think. There's some deeper areas that I think these guys need to really work on for them to see more minutes on the court in certain cases and to make more of an impact and help this team win basketball games. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day when we're Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five star review with a comment, too. That helps keep the show free in five days a week for y'all. And of course, comment down below on YouTube. Where do you want to see these guys improve going into next season? Where do you want to see Herb Jones improve? Trey Murphy improve? Jose Alvarado improve? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? Comment, 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 comment down below on YouTube. And don't forget, we are Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now, deep into the offseason with a live show Thursday night, which counts as the Friday show. If you can join Thursday at 6 p.m. Central, so by the time you're probably listening to this, it might be tomorrow. I got a fun show planned. The live Thursday show this week is going to be more interactive than anyone I've done before. So I want you all there to be able to answer some of the questions that I'm going to throw at you. We're going to have some fun on Thursday night's live show. But today, oh, in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Got to give them a shout out. So let's get into it. The rookies. Let's start with Herb Jones. He was awesome last year, right? Second team all rookie, I think is what it was. You know, he easily could have had a claim to be on the all defensive team, first or second team as well. He was that good last year. And he was a starter for the majority of the season. It's kind of crazy that they were just like, oh yeah, this dude's really good. We need to play him. And then they did. He started 69 out of 78 games. That is nuts to me. Basically two weeks into the season, he was like, yeah, Herb Jones needs to start. That's awesome. Nine and a half points per game. Shot 48% from the field, 33.7% from deep. Got to the line a couple of times, 2.1. Dished out 2.1 assists, grabbed four rebounds, 1.7 steals, and 0.8 blocks. Those are just insane numbers. He was awesome last year. And he's going to be a starter this season. But it doesn't mean 
He can't improve more. I know what you're already thinking, right? Where does Herb Jones need to improve? I know what you're all thinking, and that's the wrong area, right? You're all thinking shooting. Shooting jumps out at you, right? 33.7% from three. He needs to be better than that. That wasn't a particularly great number on just two and a half, uh, 2.2 attempts per game. Needs to be a better three-point shooter, right? Space the court for Zion, for Brandon Ingram, for CJ McCollum. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not the area he needs to improve the most, I think, that we want to see him improve the most on, right? Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad thing. But the area that I think he can really improve upon that's going to really make this team even better, not the shooting. I think there's kind of enough shooting out there with Zion, or not, sorry, with Zion, with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. There's a good bit of shooting in the starting lineup there. What about ball handling? What about ball handling? Being an initiator of this offense. Can you imagine Herb Jones with the ball in his hands? Zion working off ball, cutting. Brandon Ingram, cutting. CJ McCollum running around screens, pin downs, trying to get open for a three-point catch-and-shoot situation. That is going to terrify opposing defenses, right? And I promise you this is the area that I already have in Herb Jones' work on, his ball-handling ability and the ability to make passes to his teammates working off-ball, right? We've heard Willie Green already this offseason talk about how, well, Herb Jones is going to bring the ball up the court more. I think part of that is they really want to get out in transition and run, and they feel that Herb Jones getting a rebound, just take it and go. So make the right pass to a teammate going towards the rim and advantage in a three-on-two fast break situation. But I also do think they want him to do this in the half court, right? Of all the threats out there on the court, they're going to leave Herb Jones open for three, right? Like, just go with the starting lineup, right? C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Zion, Valanchunas. If one of those guys is going to be just kind of left alone on the perimeter, it's probably Herb, right? That was the big knock on him. He wasn't a shooter going into this draft. That's why he maybe lasted to the second round where the Pelicans got a steal. So if they're going to leave him out there, you're, you're at times, and it's not quite this simple, right? Playing four on five offensively if they're just going to leave him open. And maybe he makes you pay on occasion. But again, the, the, the numbers over the course of the season aren't wonderful, right? He took, the, he, I just lost him on my stats thing here, and I'll get to it in a second. There we go. 169 three-pointers. He made 57 of them. Again, he made a third, right? Teams will leave him open. I'm sure at times to double Zion, to double BI, to double CJ McCollum. But if he has the ball in his hands, well, you, you need to do something about that. And so I'd be willing to bet teams will. And so if you can put the ball in his hands, let him create for others a little bit, dribble penetration, dribble drive, kick out, whatever it might be to a cutter, try and run him as the ball handler in the pick and roll. And I don't know if he's quite ready for that just yet, but if he can, well, all of a sudden you can't necessarily double Zion and BI in the same play or even either one of them. And so I do think that that can help the other amazing players on this Pelicans team in CJ, in Zion, in BI, and to a lesser extent, Valanchunas. And so if he's able to do that and becomes more of an offensive threat through his ball handling and creation, it, 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 in a sense, spaces the court to a certain degree, right? Because you're pulling a defender away from Zion or B.I. So it accomplishes the spacing without him having to improve his three-point shot. And, I, you know, look, don't get me wrong, right? Yeah, improve the three-point shot if you can. But I think it adds another dimension here if... He's a better ball handler if he can work on creating for others a little bit. Yeah, work on shooting too. If you can up that three-point percentage, that's only a good thing. I just don't think it's as necessary as 
making him a better ball handler and creator to a certain degree, or at least connector for others. If he can get that two assists up to four per game, let's say, like that's an, it's an incredible jump, one. And that's just going to open this offense up so much. If anybody adds one assist per game, that's going to open it up much, I think. That's going to make life easier for the better players on the team, the stars of the team in Zion, MBI, and to a lesser extent, CJ. And that's, again, how this Pelicans team could be a top five offense, something that I think is a very realistic goal and scenario for them this coming year. Okay, what about Trey Murphy? Where do you think he needs to improve the most? I'll tell you what I think coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. So you can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Look, we got Kevin Durant in the news again, and we're not going to talk about him here. You want to bet on what his next team is going to be? Because he just sat down with the Nets owner and was like, I want out, not changing my mind. Well... (laughs) Well, you know, they might need to trade him now. Or maybe he stays, you think, and they're just going to play hardball with him. Go get in on the action over at betonline.net. They got odds for all of the top teams that he could change to, and even the Nets and the odds that he stays there and is on the team by the opening night of the regular season. Plus, you can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports too, and even golf. So head to Bet Online today. You can also get there on your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline.net, Bet Online, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday, Wednesday, Friday right now. And again, with a live show Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. We're going to have some fun. Some fun on Thursday. Don't miss this one. Thursday, 6 p.m. live on the Locked On Pelicans YouTube page. And of course, again, make Locked On Pelicans your first listen. Make Locked On Saints Ross Jackson at training camp. Covering everything you want to know about the black and gold. He'll be there in the at the first preseason game in Houston as well. So make sure Locked on Saints is your second listen. And today we are talking about the rookies, soon to be second year players on this Pelicans team. We just went over Herb Jones. Improve the ball handling. And again, if you agree or disagree, let me know in the comments down below. So what about Trey Murphy? This is a guy that I said, and I said it in the live show, right? He's in line for a big jump next season. Big jump, in my opinion, next season. He closed the season well. He was really good for the team in the playoffs, playing, you know, at times significant minutes, I thought, and a larger role than what he did during the regular season. He jumped up to 20 minutes per game in the playoffs. That's up from 14 minutes in the regular season. Okay, where does he need to improve? And this is a guy that I've also said, I think, well, it ties into this. It ties into this, right? His numbers last season in the regular season, 5.4 points per game, shot 40, 39% from the field, but 38% from three on three attempts per game, 2.4 rebounds, uh, half an assist, half a, blo- uh, half a steal. And I overall thought he was pretty good. In the playoffs, those numbers jumped up 5.2 points per game, shot 47.4% from three on 3.2 attempts per game. So the shooting got better in the postseason. And he was a hero to a certain degree, right, in limited minutes in that play-in tournament game against the Los Angeles Clippers. So what does he need to do to play at least 20 minutes per game, if not more? It's not improve the three-point shooting. He's good at that. We know that he's good at that. He's proven that he was one of the better shooters in the draft last year. 
The area he does need to improve upon, though, I think a little bit at the very least, is defense. He's got all of the tools to really handle multiple positions, right? He was 6'9 going into the draft, but he looks like he's gained an inch, maybe two, and is up to 6'11 or so. He's got a crazy long wingspan. He's got very good athleticism to keep up with most guys. Herb Jones is going to guard perimeter players, certainly, but if Trey Murphy can play better defense and guard some of those wings, and you could move Herb Jones to guarding maybe a guard, something like that, if you had to, well, that opens you up for a little bit more positional versatility. And I think that means you can then hide Zion Williamson to a certain degree. Maybe B.I. guards fours, and you're trying to kind of hide Zion wherever you can hide Zion, because look, the knock on him, and it's fair, not a good defender. So if you get Trey able to do that, well, I think it means your defense won't be nearly as bad as it could be otherwise. And if you can get that defense towards around 15th in the league in terms of defensive rating, this team is going to be scary good next season. And I truly believe that. We saw at times that Trey Murphy gets his hips turned a little bit too easily when he's out there on the perimeter. It allows guys to drive by him. He doesn't play the angles as well as he could. And that comes with time, right? You don't really expect rookies to be good defenders. Trey, Mur- uh, not Trey Murphy, sorry, uh, Herb Jones, complete, complete anomaly for how good he was defensively last year. And Trey showed flashes, but there are times he was getting beat and burnt, and that just comes with time and knowing how to position your body and do all of that. But he definitely gets his hips turned a little bit too much. If he doesn't have that happen this year and he improves at that, he's going to be like a mainstay on the court. And then defensively, what you also want to see from him too is... Can he guard fives? And I did a show on this, and y'all love that show, was do the Pelicans have a death lineup, right? Do they have a small ball, you know, Hampton survive death lineup that the Golden State Warriors have trotted out and used to great success to the tune of multiple titles? And I think they do. I think it's the starting lineup minus Valanciunas and with Trey Murphy in there at the five. Summer League, his rookie year, you saw him guard Evan Mobley and guard him well. If he's grown and he has... Bigger size, longer wingspan, you know, if he's taller, that means he can guard those guys potentially. And if he can guard centers at an okay enough rate, well, then you can play that that death lineup, that Hamptons 5 lineup, whatever you want to call it in New Orleans. And I think it unlocks something. Again, that, that five-man lineup offensively is going to be killer. You got shooting in there. You've got ball handling. If you can get a little bit more defense in that, You'll see Trey Murphy, and I already think he's in line for a bigger role and is going to be a mainstay on the court and a staple in lineups and on, you know, coming off the bench early. But you want him to run with starters a lot. Defensively is where he you're going to need him to do that in addition to the three-point shooting and be that three and D guy for the team. You know, I think they're not going to look at him to really create or pass a ton, and he can move the ball well enough. He's going to hit his three-point shots, right? You want him to be that outlet, the spot up guy. So you don't need him to have the ball in his hand. He's definitely going to be a court spacer with the three-point percentages that he has. So improve defensively, and he will stay out there, and he will get a lot of run with those starters, which means he's going to be put in a prime position to really be able to succeed. That's where I want to see Trey Murphy improve. The shooting's going to be there. The rebounding is good enough. We've seen that he can also work at times as an ISO score, but they don't need him to do that with the starters. Defense, particularly guarding fives. If he can do that, oh, 
like look look out NBA if that's the case. That's the lineup I'm most intrigued to see. That um, CJ McCollum, Herb uh, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Zion, Trey Murphy, Trey at the five. Oh my god, I want to see that so badly. I, I think it could be so 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 good. But Trey's got to play a little bit better defense than he played last season. I don't think it's a stretch for him to be able to do that. This is something he should be able to improve upon very easily because he definitely projects still in the NBA as a very good above average defender. So I'm excited to see the leap that he's going to be able to take and the roles that he's going to play with this Pelicans team next season. And then we got one more guy, one of our favorites, the sneaky steel man himself, Jose Alvarado. Where does he need to improve? Going into next season, bit of a hero in the playoffs for New Orleans. What would we want to see more from him? Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Whether it's the young guys, the rookies, the now second year players improving, We're going to have a real fun show for the live show on Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, because I'm going to ask y'all some questions and I want to hear your answers. And they're going to be some fun ones, too. We're just I'm I'm really looking forward to that show. I just did. You can get a preview of this on the Wednesday episode of Locked on NBA that I host um, where we had some fun on that. I'm just going to adapt it for the Locked on Pelicans live show, which is going to be available on the Locked on Pelicans YouTube page. So go there, subscribe if you haven't already. So you never miss an episode. Tell a friend about the show and, of course, leave a five-star review with a comment. So today, we're talking about the rookies. We just went over Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, undrafted to getting a contract in the NBA. Just an unbelievable story and a guy that I was so wrong on going into the season. Look, you know, when you look at it in terms of like a numbers thing, guys in the second round or undrafted rarely stick, rarely make a big impact at the NBA level. Getting Herb Jones was was unexpected enough, let alone Jose Alvarado, who they signed immediately to a two-way deal, looking really good, looking really good to the point where they were like, oh, we need this guy, signed him to a contract so that he could play in the playoffs because two-way guys can't do that. And he was great in the postseason, right? He gave Chris Paul fits, like really made the point God that we call him struggle. He was great, and he jumped his numbers up, right? During the regular season, 6.1 points per game, 2.8 assists, shot 29% from three. Uh, I forget which play. It was the Timberwolves game, right? I forget exactly how this went, but someone was like, can he shoot? He goes, yes, I can shoot. Well, during the regular season, he shot under 30%, so it wasn't great. That number went up in the postseason. He shot significantly better. 38, 37.5%, 38% from three on almost three attempts per game, jumped it up to eight assists per, an assist and a half, 1.2 steals per in the postseason, 1.3 during the regular season. He's a pest defensively, right? He's going to fight through screens. He will pick you up at full court and just guard you and make your life annoying. Where he needs to improve, though, is again, not the three point shooting. We know he can shoot. He's definitely shown that enough. And if you watched him play for Puerto Rico this um, offseason, he was shooting the ball very well. When you've seen him in pickup games, he was shooting the ball really well. He needs to improve on running the offense a little bit more. You look at him, and he's probably your backup point guard, right? He's going to get minutes, I would guess, before, at least right now, Devontae Graham will. 
coming off the bench. And you look at him at kind of being that pure point guard. The the thing that a lot of people wanted the Pelicans to get this season, the type of player, that you know, the archetype that a lot of people wanted the Pelicans to get this offseason that they were looking for two years ago now, right? Last, last off, I said that weirdly, but you know what I'm talking about. When they whiffed on Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry. And they still need something like that. They don't have like a pure one, right? A pure point guard. Jose Alvarado is definitely that guy, I think. He's got enough in his bag in a mid-range game. He can shoot from three. And you saw him, you know, at least attempting to run pick and rolls, though not always particularly well with this team. Well, with more time, you know, knowing that you're set in your role, that you're not going to be dropped or things like that, and having the confidence in your head coach and Willie Green to go out and kind of do the thing, right? With that second unit, lead it. Maybe you can be the go-to scorer. But you don't really need a go-to score with the second unit, right? With CJ, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson, at least one of them, if not two of them, is going to be on the court at all times. You just need someone to orchestrate for those guys. The two that he'll be playing with, let's say. Go and do that, right? Run the pick and roll with Zion. Find CJ McCollum on spot-up threes, those type of things. Up those assist numbers, you know, kind of similar to Herb Jones, right? The other guys are going to be the ones carrying the bulk of the offense. Zion, B.I., and C.J. Make sure they get the ball and make their life easier. That's what I want to see from Jose Alvarado. You know, defensively, he's what he is. He's, he's good. He's a really good defender, I think. A little undersized, and you saw that hurt him in the postseason when they got him into the half court, and you saw guys just kind of passing over him, not really worried about his height and things like that. You know, there's not a whole lot he can do there. And for, you know, the physical limitations... Dude's an amazing player, which actually makes it more impressive how good he is at that size. Six foot, barely. But if you can control the offense, run that offense, you know, and you're, you're, you're playing with a mix of second unit guys and starters, say it's Zion and CJ out there. So it'd be, let's say it's a lineup of Jose Alvarado, CJ McCollum, um, Trey Murphy, Zion, and like Jackson Hayes or Valanchunas. You, got, you, you need a point guard to kind of orchestrate some of that stuff. And I think Jose Alvarado is absolutely that guy. And so I'm really excited to see what he can do kind of in that role, which is different than what he played last year. It's not so much the pest anymore, but now it's a guy that's going to get these guys open. Probe the defense. If they give you some space, shoot a floater. Try and get to the rim. He can do that a little bit too. And make open threes when you're there. But more importantly, pass the ball, create for others. That'll do it. Make their life easier, win some games, get into the postseason. Life's good. That's what you want to see from Jose Alvarado. That's what you want to kind of see those different things from all of those guys. Herb Jones, ball handling, right? And a little bit of shooting. Trey Murphy, defense. Jose, run the offense. They can all improve in those areas very easily. And that's only going to make this Pelicans team even better than it was last season and much more of a threat this coming year. So do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Don't forget, live show, 6 p.m. Central on Thursday. I'm pumped. This one's going to be fun. Please don't miss this. I hope to see you all there because it's going to be super interactive. I'm going to be asking you questions. I'm going to be reading the chat. We're going to have so much fun. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see you all there Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all then.